Today we celebrate the feast of Mary, Mother of God. And that title sometimes seems confusing. And quite often it's hard to digest, sometimes hard to understand. How can Mary be the Mother of God? But we've got a brief explanation to it in the introduction. And that's what I would like to elaborate on before I look into who Mary is and what is her role in our lives too. Is we are looking at a feast that is celebrating Mary as the mother of the human Jesus. It's a feast that brings together all that we have been celebrating from the time of Advent, Christmas, and even today. So when we look at Christmas as being the gift of the incarnation, which is God becoming human, Mary becomes that instrument which God has used for Jesus to come into the world. So she is the, the human mother of the human Jesus. She was filled with God's divine grace, yes, and so was Jesus. But as from the time of his conception, his birth till his death and resurrection, who he was, was simply the son of Mary. Because in the eyes of society, it was hard for them to accept him as the son of God, but they knew for sure that he was the son of Mary and he was the son of Joseph. So what we are celebrating is a feast that allows us to connect with somebody who knows life. Because if she was a human being, she would understand everything a human being goes through. So when we look at our lives and we see it in connection to Mary, it's quite the same. She experienced human joys. She also experienced human challenges and human struggles. And therefore, when we look at it in the context of this being the beginning of a new year, sometimes it's always good to have a role model for ourselves to see who we can connect with who we can try to imitate as we begin the new year. Which means whatever struggles Mary has gone through, some of them will also be part of our lives too. Whatever joys Mary has experienced as the mother of Jesus are some of the joys we too have experienced. And therefore, I'd like to concentrate on three events in her life among the many and try to see how we can use that to connect with ourselves and how we can prepare for the new year. The first is the wedding at Cana. The second is the passion of Jesus. And the third is his death before the resurrection. When we look at it in the context of the wedding of Cana, you have a situation which is complete embarrassment. Because in the eyes of culture, in the eyes of community, the wine running out means this family, this particular person is inept. And it's going to be a real amount of embarrassment for the people, for the family and for that entire community over there because they're going to be a laughing stock not something that just is the wine is over but throughout the remaining remainder of their life they would be struggling with that kind of stigma that will be put on them that they couldn't even hold a proper wedding and Mary senses this and therefore she has very powerful words it's not like you know Jesus would you like to help them no do what he tells you she already was able to understand what was happening because her way of living her life gave her that ability, gave her that gift. And as we see, not only does she bring about a certain peace, but she also restores the dignity to the person, to the bride, the groom, and to the entire community. And that is the gift that Mary had. She was able to understand the peace of God within her and allow that to reflect in the way she was with herself and above all with others. The second one or the second event is the passion of Jesus. 
it is the most painful moment for Jesus to go through that passion. Because it's a moment when nobody is there, his own disciples whom he has chosen, who he felt would be there for him, have all deserted him. And there is nobody there to walk with him as he goes through that. So there is a lot of pain that he's going through, physical suffering, internal turmoil. And there we have Mary standing by him throughout. From the time he is condemned to the death on the cross, Mary is following him. And we know for sure from some of the movies that we have seen, just to know that his mother is walking with him would have been that source of strength for him. And that is what enabled him to realize that this is what I want to do. Because each and every moment of the passion, he would have been threatened or he would have been challenged whether he wants to continue or not. Whether the pain was really getting to him and whether he had to just give up and prove to the world that he was the son of God through a miracle and end it over there. But the grace of his mother, the presence of his mother, allowed him to walk that journey. And finally, you have the time when he dies. And there's that moment when everybody is frightened. They are feeling a sense of hopelessness. They are feeling helpless. What has happened? Jesus promised us he would rise. And this is what we are going to be doing right now. We have to hide from the Romans. We have to hide from others because of the fear of being persecuted the way Jesus was. And Mary was with them. And that's what we have in the gospel. She was sitting with them. She was there as that source of strength to say, trust me, I know what my life is. The promises made to me were quite a lot and see what has happened. But I don't give up on the Lord because I know God is with me. I know that God promised me his presence. And that's what she gave as a gift to the disciples too. And right enough, they were able to understand that. And we know what the disciples did for the church. From running away from Christ, from deserting Christ, they all died for him. But Mary was there as that support. And I think when we look at our own lives, each of these three events that I've shared would have been something we have experienced in the past year. There would have been times of embarrassment, times of certain struggles that may have challenged us, challenged our name, challenged ourselves and community in places. There could have also been moments when we have struggled a lot with suffering. In some cases, it could be accidents, sicknesses, or certain issues happening in the family where there's a lot of struggle. We really don't know what to do, whether we should give up, etc. And also, we have seen moments in our lives when we may have experienced hopelessness, a certain helplessness, and above all, a certain amount of fear. And in these type of moments, we know that we have one person we can connect with, and that is Mary. And that is the feast we celebrate today. The feast of a person who understood life. And she could understand life even more because of who she understood her relationship with God was like. From the time of her renunciation, the entire relationship became stronger. So as we can see, she was promised so much. But at the end of the day, she knew that the Lord was with her. And that was the first greeting given to her. The Lord is with you, which means if God is with you, everything that he has planned for you is part of his plan for salvation and you have an important role to play. And Mary allowed that voice to keep playing in her, which is God is with you. The Lord is with you. And I think this is a feast that we also are called to reflect on to see how we can also imbibe what Mary had, which is to understand that inner voice that the Lord is with us. And when she said yes, she said a wholehearted yes 
to that commitment. I think a quote that I've been quoting quite a lot, and I repeat it again, is even in the midst of life's struggles, we still have the ability to stand at the center of our own peace. And Mary knew that. She knew that at the center of her was the presence of God, and that presence of God enabled her to always say yes to what was happening in her life, no matter what the challenges or struggles, and the ability to always stay firm on her faith and stay firm to the relationship with God. And as we prepare now for the new year, much of what I share these events are going to be part of the new year too. And may we too, like Mary, be able to say yes to God as we start the new year, knowing that no matter what happens, He is very much present with us and we have somebody in Mary to connect with. And I like to end with the words of Dag Hammarskjöld. He was the ex-Secretary General of the United Nations. And may his words be ours too as we begin the new year, which is in a way summarizes the life of Mary too. And his words are simply, for all that has been, thank you for all that is to come. Yes. Amen. <laughs>